are in the heart of the summer here in Minnesota and also in the NBA calendar. And as many of you hoop fans know, uh, this is generally the time of year when people kind of involved with the NBA get their vacations all taken care of. They get away. They clear their heads. They try to catch up with their families, uh, take some exotic trips, do all of those things. I, for one, would never do that to you. I would never leave you hanging for an entire week without the John Krasinski show, without true Timberwolves and NBA content. Our co-host of this show would do that to you. He would abandon you. He would leave you high and dry as he he has left myself and my producer, Brandon Morton, high and dry. Jim Suhan is not with us this week. He is on vacation, off gallivanting somewhere. I I, th- I saw that um, Carl Anthony Towns was, I think, in Greece uh, this last week. Maybe Jim was out there with him. I'm not sure. Uh, when you have the wealth that he has, when you have the uh, the means that he does, and when you are, frankly, just not as committed to this show as as Jim is not, uh, you, you can take vacations. You can go out there and you can do whatever you want with them. And so we are having a special edition of the John Krasinski show, a Tom Hanks castaway version of it, where I'm flying solo here. And there are a few things to get to uh, the, the, in the show that, you know, it's not just a quiet summer. There's there's some stuff to be thinking about. There's some news actually to discuss on the Timberwolves front um, that we will get into on this edition of the show, which is brought to you by TSR Injury Law, our longtime sponsors at TSR, All Energy Solar, and we are recording this from the Aquarius Home Services Studios. And so this is the John Krasinski Show. Once again, I am John Krasinski from The Athletic, now the the singular host this week. I believe Jim will be back next week as, as we kind of get into a little bit more of the dog days of the NBA summer. But the good news for us right now is that uh, there are some really kind of newsy developments that have happened since we last uh, hosted this show. And so the biggest one that has come up um, in the days since our last recording is that Timberwolves star face of the franchise player, Carl Anthony Towns has announced that he is going to participate in the FIBA Basketball World Cup with the Dominican Republic. And there has been kind of leading up the last several weeks, there was starting to be a little bit more smoke, a little bit more of the fire that, hey, maybe Carl Anthony Towns will play for the Dominican again. He has previously played for the Dominican when he was just a teenager. Uh, John Calipari was coaching that team. Uh, He participated in international play with the Dominican because he did that. Uh, I think he, he, he sacrificed his ability to play for team USA. That was not an issue for Carl Anthony towns because Carl Anthony towns, mother, Jackie Dominican descent. Um, and obviously she played a central role in his life kind of growing up and in establishing the culture of that family. And, and so Cat was, you know, was there as a youngster, and now he's going back to the Philippines uh, to compete this 
this uh, this fall here with the World Cup team, with the national team for the Dominican Republic. And I have not spoken to him about this yet, and I'm interested to hear what he has to say about his reasonings. But um, I was in Las Vegas, and I bumped into him while I was out there, and we just had a little catch-up talk, nothing nothing really serious around the record or anything, just just catching up and how are you doing. And and one thing he did bring up at that moment was, this was early July in, in Vegas, is he said that he was really thinking about joining up with the Dominican team and playing internationally and playing in that competition again. And there are a couple of things that factor in, I believe, uh, into why Carl Anthony Towns wants to do this. I think first and foremost, quite obviously, is that he knows how important that nation is, how important that that background is in his family with his mother who passed away from COVID several years ago now. I think it's an opportunity for him to go back to his roots a little bit, to feel another connection to his mother. He's always kept her close to his heart. He has the tattoo on his forearm. He wears a, a necklace that says Jackie on it. Um, he has not been shy about kind of always you know, talking about how much she meant to him and that she continues to mean to him. And so for him to be a part of this Dominican team, to go overseas and play and represent the Dominican people and, and, and stuff, I think it's, it's a special and emotional kind of uh, situation for him. And so uh, I think that was a huge motivating factor in him making this decision to go all in. And then the second part of it, which I don't think has really been thought about that much or given a whole lot of conversation around, is that I think that the physical part of this is big for Carl Anthony Towns. He told me in Vegas that his calf was feeling great. Um, and he had remarked about it at the even at the end of the season in the playoffs against Denver, he was still feeling like that calf muscle was not a hundred percent. He said it was, you know, still kind of partially torn and I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not, you know, a, a, a head athletic trainer or anything. So I don't know exactly what the right term is to describe what Carl Anthony Towns was playing through at the end of the season. But even when he came back after missing 52 games in the regular season, um, and and played in those that, that that handful of games towards the end of the season, then played in the playoffs. He he said it several times, both publicly and then privately as well, is that he could just feel that that calf was not where it needed to be. And um, when I caught up with him in Vegas, he said that he was feeling fully healthy again for the first time since before he was injured. And I think that having his legs underneath him again, being able to trust that calf muscle fully again in the workouts that he had been doing uh, th that this summer. We've seen some of the videos that have been put out since then of some of the work he's done with Paul George. Nas Reed went out to see him um, and work out with him in LA. And he's 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 been kind of full go in getting back into shape and 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 sharpening his game. And so I think that him feeling like he was healthy enough to compete has definitely sort of buoyed his, how would you say it, buoyed his uh, 
sense of urgency and his and his his desire to really just get out on the basketball court again and compete at a high level. So, um, you know, I've I've gotten some kind of feedback on on Twitter and on social media from fans just saying, "Hey, you know, people are really worried about Rudy Gobert and 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 about the the health risks of him playing for France. Um, why you know why aren't we saying the same things about Carl Anthony Towns?" And I think. I mean, I think it's pretty clear Carl Anthony Towns is just a lot younger than Rudy Gobert right now. Um, yes, he has been through several injuries over the past several years, but I think that still just given where he is in the timeline of his NBA career and just kind of understanding that there, there's, uh, barring some miracle run that the Dominicans go on in this World Cup, um, you know, Olympic play and that and those kind of opportunities are not guaranteed. Unlike the it is for Rudy with France, under unlike it will be for for Team USA for for uh, for some of the other powers um, out there. So for him to be out there and playing, I think it's going to be good for him physically. I think it will help him kind of ramp up and and even come into training camp in better shape. Um, and really ready for what is going to be an approve it season for the Timberwolves, for Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert as a partnership and a pairing. There's going to be so many eyes on the two of them, on how they work with Anthony Edwards, on if they can put anything together that uh, I think that if he can come into camp having played some really competitive games, having gotten up and down against some very talented opponents, it will help him sharpen his game for the season. Now, if he gets injured, obviously that's a huge problem. And, and, um, and, and, and you want to avoid that at all costs, but you can, you can get injured in these workouts. You can get injured at any time. And I think we saw what happened with Rudy in the uh, in international play last summer, and how he and he told us on the record that he was not feeling himself coming into training camp. So I think that there are bigger reasons to at least be a little bit more concerned about Rudy, given his age, given that the last time he was in international play, he came into camp slowed down and a little hobbled. Um, and so I think Carl is just different. You can, you can give him a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt. Um, and I think that, you know, he's, he probably needs a little bit more basketball given how much of the season that he missed last year. It'll be good for him to get out there to play, to play a bunch of games, to work on a shot, to work on his feel for the game and get a lot of that back that he missed from last season. So to have Carl Anthony towns in that tournament, I think is going to be good for the Wolves provided he does not get injured. The final thing that, you know, that he kind of said a little bit um, in, our, in our conversation, just as he was mulling it over and trying to think about if this was something that he wanted to do, was that he he knows how many of his Timberwolves teammates are are playing overseas and are playing in this tournament. He knows that Rudy's in France. He knows that Ant is playing for Team USA. He knows that Kyle is playing for Kyle Anderson is playing for China. Um, he wants to get out there and 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 go against them and go at them a little bit. And so I think like I I I sense some competitive juices flowing from him a little bit. 
And I think that all kind of factors into the chip on his shoulder that he has right now that he, frankly, that he needs to have right now. We, you know, he has had a rough summer in the court of public opinion. He has been kind of dragged through the mud for a lot of the things that he has said um, on podcasts, uh, you know, statements that he's made. Uh, he seems to be a favorite target of the social media trolls right now. And so I think he heard, he has heard a lot of that. And I think that there's a little bit more of an edge for him to be working hard this summer, to be competing in this tournament, to get a chance to play, and then to come into camp at the end of September, really ready to kind of make a statement. And that's what's going to have to happen. He has not um, played consistently well in the playoffs throughout his career. He has not, he has been banged up the last several years. And so that has kind of taken sort of him down a peg or two in terms of the big man hierarchy in the NBA. And there are a million people around the league in this city, everywhere, really doubting that the Timberwolves can make this work with Carl Anthony Towns and with Rudy Gobert. We saw the after the signing of Nas Reed, just the immediate jump to the conclusion that this means the end for Carl Anthony Towns, that they're going to trade him, that they have to trade him for financial, for other, for fit reasons. Um, the Wolves have resisted that to this point, but this is going to be an opportunity for him coming up this season to address a lot of the, the hate, a lot of the doubt that is surrounding him. And so I think getting back to the Dominican team where he is loved, where he is revered, where he will be welcomed with open arms will be good for his mind, body, and soul. And I think competing in that competitive environment will be really good for him just from the aspect of getting back out on the court and kind of getting that taste in his mouth again. And so as long as he doesn't get hurt, I think it's going to be a really good thing for the Timberwolves. I think it's going to be a really good thing for Carl Anthony Towns to just, you know, kind of go through that and, 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 and be, you know, be somewhere where he is super valued and, and, and they're going to be underdogs and just kind of see what can happen out there. So, um, that's a, I think it's a big stri a big bit of news to see him throw his hat into the ring, to see him jump into it. It probably, it tells me that he wants to be on the court again sooner rather than later. And that should be viewed as encouraging. I think from Timberwolves fans and just seeing what, Carl Anthony Towns mindset is this summer as he's been taking some of these amazing trips that we see on Instagram. Um, as all of that, we, we, I think there's a lot of people that were waiting to see him kind of give a little bit more of an insight into what he's thinking as a basketball player. Is he, you know, how, how all the way in is he and a, you know, playing, playing in the world cup, playing for decided underdogs. I think that's, that's a pretty good indication that he wants to uh, to get things rolling here, and he can't wait to get back on the court. And so, good stuff for Carl Anthony Towns. I can't wait to see how he looks on the court. Um, I can't wait to see what that team looks like, and um, and and just see how this tournament unfolds um, in the Philippines and 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 getting that experience. So that will be good. Um, so that was the first uh, subject we wanted to cover. When we come back from break, 
We will get into a few of the other Timberwolves and, and, and who are going to be playing in this tournament or overseas in other capacities this summer. We will also talk about a story that I had on The Athletic this week, just about the importance of the player development staff with the Wolves and, and kind of the work that they are putting in right now. So you are listening to The John Krasinski Show on Talk North podcast network and we will be right back thanks to longtime sponsor tsr injury law you know steve terry he's a he's an assistant to the assistant coaches he sits there on the sideline he 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 tells the wolves what they need to do uh you know we and sometimes we have steve on this show because he's so good at providing the fan perspective on the franchise 612 tsr time is all you really need to know if you're injured call 612 tsr time they'll take good care of you uh they only charge you if they win your case they win a lot of cases that's why steve can sit sidelines right next to the owners and the coaches at Timberwolves game. So remember, 612-TSR-TIME. Remember also, all Energy Solar Panel installations are done right and made easy thanks to more than 14 years of experience in Minnesota and beyond. All Energy Solar is ready to take any solar project from design to installation and everything in between. Find out more about going solar at allenergysolar.com slash coach or just go to allenergysolar.com to find out everything you need to know about solar for your home, or business. All right, back to you, John. All right, back now here uh, on the John Krasinski Show, Talk North Podcast Network. Um, we talked in the first segment a lot about Carl Anthony Towns, about his decision to play for the Dominican national team and in, in the World Cup and to get out there and be competitive. Now, one of the reasons that we discussed was you know his ability to maybe match up against some of his Timberwolves teammates. And there are going to be several big time um, opportunities for the Timberwolves for the rest of the Timberwolves to get into this tournament and really get involved. And it obviously starts with Anthony Edwards playing for team USA. Um, He is going to be one of the faces of a younger, more uh, unproven group. I think that's going to be going over there. There's no LeBron James. There's no Steph Curry. There's no, um, you know, kind of uh, some of the old guard that have won medals that have competed at the highest level that have kind of carried Team USA recently. This World Cup team is going to be a, a little bit different. And as one of the more high profile American faces in the league today, this opportunity for Anthony Edwards is just going to be a huge one. He, they are they're going to convene in Las Vegas at the end of this week for a training camp. Nas Reed will be there as well as part of the select team that is going to be practicing against Team USA. And so that's a really good opportunity for Nas Reed to kind of get involved, get some really highly competitive work in, continue working on his game. But I really want to see how Anthony Edwards comes out of this experience. What we have heard from so many of the players who have done this before from Kobe Bryant, from LeBron James, from Dwayne Wade, from Kevin Garnett, from just everyone that goes through the program, you can kind of, they all talk about what a valuable experience it is to get into that environment, to just understand what it's like to practice um, with the, the some of the best of the best to see how they go about their business day to day, to bond with them, to pick their brains, to really understand, okay, here's what the elite players do. 
and here's how they work and um and and kind of just understanding that environment and then the 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 really cool thing about these international opportunities is when you get into a game later in you know later in the game last five six minutes if the game is close and a lot of times with team usa the games are not close i think this tournament is going to be very competitive so i think the americans are going to have a lot of tough games on their hands and so there will be a lot of opportunities for close close games um i think that that's when you really see sort of who really takes over in those moments and who rises above on a team full of stars on a team full of players who are usually some of the go-to players on their own teams. What happens it when the game is tight and you need a bucket, who gets that call? And I think like ant is going to be just a prime candidate for that role on this team because of his confidence, because of his swagger, his bravado, um, because he always wants to have that opportunity. And so, you know, we, we saw it in the Olympics with, you know, when, if, if there was ever a time during Kobe's Olympic runs, when, when team USA was struggling, it was Kobe who came and said, Hey, I got this. Um, you know, we've seen, I, I love to watch all-star games. Sometimes, you know, Chris Paul wasn't a starter several years ago when at, at, at one of the games that I was at in LA and it was the first Elam ending game, but Chris Paul was, was the, was the point guard for, uh, for the West when, um, when it came to real crunch time and he ran the show and he was just that guy, he just took control. And so I think if ant gets that opportunity and delivers, that can be a really big stepping stone for him from just establishing who he really is in this league and really kind of will help him springboard into uh, the the season ahead with all of the confidence in the world. He's never short for confidence at all, but and it, having that role on Team USA and if they have some success with it, uh, I think it's going to be great for him. Uh, when you look around the rest of the tournament, Nikhil Alexander-Walker is playing for Canada. That's a great thing. Kyle Anderson playing for China is actually historic. He's He had his, I think it's his grandfather is of Chinese descent. And so he is the first naturalized uh, player to compete for China in an international competition. And I think it's hard for you know, us in, in the United States to really kind of understand the significance of that, because for the Chinese people, they are very, very proud and they want to really develop their team and basketball is such a huge thing in China. But I think they really, really want to have you know, their own people kind of growing up through their system, developing and helping this program eventually become very competitive on the international landscape. And it's really, really hard for Americans, uh, for anyone really like to, to kind of get the pathway through to compete in the international game um, for, for China. Um, you know, we see 
you know, Joel Embiid is talking about maybe playing for France or for, for the United States down the road. There's, there's all sorts of Giannis, um, there, not Giannis, but there's just a, a, a bunch of other players who maybe were born in another country, are citizens of, of, of a different country and then compete on the Olympic level, on the international level. That just has not happened before for China. So for Kyle Anderson to be the one to kind of break through, it's really huge. It's huge for, for that nation. It's huge for him from both a basketball standpoint and a business standpoint. And similar to Carl Anthony Towns, one of the really big um, and important uh, factors in seeing Kyle Anderson play for China is that he's healthy. He's healthy enough to play. And if you talk to people around the Timberwolves at the end of the playoffs and Kyle Anderson missed the, 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 the game with his eye injury, that was a serious eye injury. He was having trouble seeing. Um, there were some real concerns about sort of how he was going to recover from that, uh, that injury and how long it would take him. And so for him to get out there on the court and be able to compete internationally with China, that tells everyone that the rehab process, the recovery process for Kyle Anderson is going very well. And for a player who is so important to what the, uh, the Timberwolves did last year and will be needed again in multiple areas, going into next season. He'll play some power forward. He'll play some small forward. I think he's going to play a fair amount of point guard, just given sort of where the strengths and weaknesses of this Timberwolves roster are. That And, and just from a leadership and veteran perspective, to, to get to a point where he feels comfortable enough playing um, and certainly representing China in, you know, in this situation, in, in international play, I think it says a lot about the recovery that he's made this summer. And I think that there are probably people within the organization and probably Kyle, maybe even Kyle himself, breathing a little bit of a sigh of relief. Like, whew, I, I'm back now. Um, because I think that there were some real, there were some people wondering just like how this was going to go this summer. What was going to happen? How was he going to kind of get back to it? Was everything going to be smooth? Seems like it's being smooth now. Kyle's playing in the, in the World Cup. So that's a great, great sign for the Wolves um, to see him out there. And just really an historic, and congratulations to Kyle Anderson for really being able to be the first um, American to have you know, to, to be able to play for China in international play. I mean, it's, it's, it's an enormous honor, and, uh, and a, it will be a history-making turn when he gets out there. So um, the one other name to... Uh, to have of note for the Timberwolves as we look at, you know, who's doing what internationally this summer, uh, Luca Garza is playing for Bosnia and Herzegovina in um, some Olympic qualifying competition this summer. And so that's another opportunity for another Wolves player who could just benefit from being on the court in high level competitive environments and having a role that would probably be bigger than he is going to have in with the Timberwolves, uh, just getting, getting those reps. Um, if you see some of the 
uh, kind of Instagram photos. You see some of the workouts that he has gone through this summer. He is noticeably leaner than he was last year. And I talked to Joe Boylan, the the Timberwolves player development guru, uh, about kind of what the plan is for this team and working with some of the younger players like Luca, like Josh Minot, like Wendell Moore Jr., Leonard Miller. Um, and and one thing that Joe Boylan just kept on raving to me about was that um, Luca Garza has really attacked this summer with complete self-awareness about what has to happen for him to become a rotation player in the NBA. He absolutely annihilated the G League last year. He is clearly too good for that league. Uh, he did not play a ton for the Wolves because of all the bigs they have on the roster, but also one of the main concerns that Chris Finch and his staff had about Luca Garza is can we put him out there and not just get crushed defensively? And Luca understood and knew, and knew that there are doubts about his defense and his ability to hold up, especially if they want to play him at the four a little bit and maybe have him, you know, be a stretch four, stretch five um, type of a player. Offensively, there's no problem. He can play the four offensively, but can he guard people enough in that spot? to not just be a complete liability. And so Luca has done from what Joe Boylan told me, 80% of his workouts this summer have been geared toward defensive improvement um, from studying film and understanding what people want to do to him, working on quickness and agility drills, working on kind of defensive recognition and instincts. Uh, there's been just a lot of work that he has put in on that end of the floor. And I think that, you know, he will probably do more of that in international play with Bosnia as well. But I think that just him devoting so much of his time in the, in, in workouts at, you know, at the team facility kind of all over the country while he's making trips and going to camps and things like that just really will enable him to at least give himself the best chance coming into next year. They have Gobert, they have towns, they have Nazareed. The, the 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 playing time is not going to be easy for him to come by. But if he shows that he is capable and can be trusted defensively, maybe there will be a little bit extra time. Maybe he will get some when, you know, even without injuries, there's going to be nights where one of the guys doesn't have it. They're not feeling they're not feeling it. Maybe you throw in Luca Garza against a team like, you know, Detroit or Houston, those teams that that really came up and bit the wolves last year for, you know, kind of overestimating them. If you have, you know, energy games where your guys don't have it, throw Luca Garza out there, let them score some, but also let them try and defend and get out there and be a bit of a maniac competitively like he can be. And maybe that changes their record against teams that are, you know, under 500, certainly teams near the bottom of the standings and, and, and that helps them. So they're not battling for playing position next year when, when in an 82 game season, you need a deep roster. And so if Garza is more equipped defensively to handle things, there's a chance that he'll get more opportunity. So a lot to get to there just on the Timberwolves, the international side of things. Um, you know, what's going to be coming up in the FIBA World Cup. I'm really excited to see it. I think Timberwolves fans who are going to be thirsty 
for some sort of content, for some sort of tangible things to look at and hold on to. Hey, you get to watch Carl Anthony Towns with the Dominican Republic. You get to watch Rudy Gobert with France. He's hitting three pointers in practice. If you saw that um, on, on Twitter today, um, you, you get to watch uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker with Canada. You get to watch also you know, uh, Kyle Anderson with China. It's going to be fun. There's going to be a lot of local things to, to, to watch and to get into. And hopefully that will make kind of the usual dog days of August a little less boring, a little less uneventful. And we'll have some things to look to look at, to talk to. Jim Suhan will be back next week. Again, this is John Krasinski for The John Krasinski Show. Brandon Morton is our producer. And thanks for sticking around for my solo kind of gab fest. And we'll be back with next week with a little bit more conversation, a little bit more back and forth. And we'll talk to you then. Thanks a lot, everyone. Thank you.